Welcome to Even Feel, the sports podcast that puts women first. I'm Josie. I'm here as as always with Amber. Hello. And uh, we had kind of a lot to talk about today. Yes. You know, we had so much going on last week that we weren't able to do an episode. So we're playing some catch up, but packing it all in. Everyone's doing something. So literally, it's good stuff. Yeah, um, it feels wrong to not kick off. With volleyball. Yeah, uh, college <laughs> volleyball. All three of our college teams are moving, have either started in the case of Omaha or are moving into their conference play tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tonight. Um, I feel like Nebraska is just like the easiest place to start because yes. like Big Ten volleyball is like a beast of its own. Sure. Multiple coaches at this point, including John Cook, have said like winning the Big Ten is harder than winning the national title. That is because they are just so elite. They have like, no, I know they have six teams mm-hmm. in the top 25. And then a bunch of the teams that they're adding, like UCLA, US, okay. So you, also powerhouses. Or also powerhouses also are in the top 25 or getting votes in the top 25. Mm-hmm. It is just. Can I, you imagine where we're going to be? Oh, gosh. I'm just thinking about everything we'll have to talk about with college volleyball after the conference expansion, like, happens. Yeah, it's going to be insane. I don't even know how we're going to even begin. No, we'll have to have a separate podcast just for college volleyball. Oh, my gosh. Oh, darn. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so Nebraska on a big win streak. They're Mm -hmm. 9-0 at this point. They have beat multiple top 25 teams. Two Mm -hmm. of those coming last week to number uh, five, Stanford, and number 21, Kentucky. Both of those big wins, um, uh, if you haven't checked out Tom Chattel's column, um, specifically it ran this morning in, in this morning's paper, but it's online mm-hmm. forever mm-hmm. at this point. Um, uh, Tom Chattel talked to John Cook. Um, and he specifically referenced how he thought when the Huskers were down or when they lost that first set, not the first set, they lost the third set, but when they lost a set mm-hmm. to Stanford, he didn't think they were going like, to rally back. right away. He expected to go five. And those Huskers were like, nope. And I just powered through mm-hmm. <laughs> the fourth set and won it. And think about how many freshmen yeah. are playing. I think that's really going to serve them. The freshmen, I feel like, are going to be, not only are they freshmen, so they have all these years of eligibility left. And like clearly there's like a good bond going between mm-hmm. all of them because they just are so in sync. And I feel like that would be really hard to do with people you didn't like. Right. Um, and also they're all over each other's social media. I don't yes. know if anyone has noticed that, but they are. <laughs> um where was I going with this? I'm sorry. Uh, just <laughs> freshmen. It'll freshmen. be good for them. It'll be so good because they have so many years of eligibility. They have mm-hmm. such good like chemistry. Everything's going so well. And none of them have played Wisconsin before. Ooh, yeah. And that's coming up. And that's coming up. And that is a big, 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 big match. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can talk about that. We could probably do a whole podcast. We could do a whole on podcast that. on that. Yeah. We could, <laughs> hmm, maybe we should bring the Badger extra people in for that. Um, yeah. No, it's I watched part of the Kentucky game. Did you watch that 72 seconds? I did. The one that went viral. Yeah, I was going to say, I watched it like on TV and then I watched it on Instagram. Yep, and Twitter and The Gist and Just Just Women's Sport. Oh my gosh. And some of those videos were so terrible of it too. And I was like, that was just like such a rally. Mm -hmm. Like, felt like Harper Murray had like three yes. attempts before she put the final kill down mm-hmm. like it was and Lexi Rodriguez was all over the oh my floor gosh. and like rolling she plays like she's seven feet tall yeah I mean she just she's stre- it's like go go gadget arms <laughs> she's so good which most Both of you of probably won't so get good. that reference um, everyone will get that <laughs> but yeah they yeah. were awesome they're fantastic and credit to Kentucky for 
keeping it going that keeping long. Keeping it going, like, yeah. Because if you think about it, like, Nebraska's defense has been elite for, at this point, years. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they, like, define volleyball defense. Yes. Um, their offense is finally catching up. They've had a bit of a lull for a couple years. Sorry about my computer noise, everyone. I thought I'd turn the sound off. Um, obviously, I did. But, like, their de- their offense has been a little bit uh, mm-hmm. lacking. I think they were a little tired. You could tell towards the end of last season, losing Mackenzie Knuckles right. didn't help. Like, right. Mackenzie Knuckles was a big player. Um, yeah. So, like, but this season, holy buckets, those freshmen have mm-hmm. just done so much for the offense. And I yes. think that's helped – so like and Merritt Beeson, who's not a freshman, and we don't talk about very often. Like, holy crap, that mm-hmm. that woman is a beast. Yes, I wonder how many girls are going to be dressing up as these players for Halloween. I don't know, especially after like the Memorial Stadium match. Yeah, like and just the amount of like attention and focus eyes on mm-hmm. them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised to see quite yeah. a few. I live in an apartment building, so I'm not getting any trick or treaters. But it I would am. Be fun I'll to let watch. you know if I okay. see any. Um, I'll bring it up here. I'll count them. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so Nebraska's heading. They're they're on a roll, mm-hmm. uh, to say the least. Uh, heading into Big Ten season, opening with Ohio State. Whew. Now, okay. Ohio State's number 21. Mm-hmm. You got it. That, that, that should be noted. They are three and six. Right. Those six losses are all to ranked Rick teams. teams. <laughs> all of them. And only one of them didn't go four or five sets. And that was a sweep to, like, um, Stanford. It was to Stanford. Right. So. Okay, it's not. Their record doesn't <laughs> speak to their talent. No, they're very talented. And they are also kind of a young team. They told their super seniors, move on, thank basically. You. Um, thank you. <laughs> some of these younger players need some some minutes like they need some minutes they need some time on the court mm-hmm. like so like kudos to them for doing that and understanding that that is only going to help their program years down the line they did that did mean their uh big 10 setter of the year mm-hmm. um <laughs> transferred that like she um oh boy what was her name mac mac put that yeah i had to do a video about her and now i can't think of yeah how to pronounce it i cannot say your name she went to penn state she's having a hell of a season at yes she is she is number two in the big 10 in assists right now behind Maryland's uh Sydney Dowler right I think is her name but yeah that I mean that's a big 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 that's your quarterback oh that's yeah quarterback yeah and she I mean she was like a multiple all-american all yeah, and no, she's so good I think school record holder or at least in the top you know performance list multiple in multiple categories so no she's she is an elite player Penn mm-hmm. State's very lucky to have her yes um Nebraska will play Penn State later this right. season, and it will be a whole other beast. Um, but they're starting out with Ohio State. They should win that match. Mm-hmm. Um, It'll still be a good one. It should still be a good one. I could see it going four sets. I can't really see it going five, mm-hmm. um, but I could see four. I could see them taking a You heard ball. it here first. Josie made a prediction. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll see if it works out. Watch. I probably just jinxed them. <laughs> but, uh, and then after that, the, uh, they take on Minnesota. Which is, again, another tough one. Yes. But Minnesota is in, like, such a weird spot right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they lost to Creighton. Perfectly reasonable loss. Creighton right. is very, very good. Creighton mm-hmm. is ranked in the top 15 at that point. They, I think they were 14. They jumped to 11 after beating Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Minnesota was number nine, dropped to 12. So literally right behind Creighton. Right. Um, and then they went five sets against Iowa. Yeah. And, like, Iowa's eight and five. Right. I know Iowa's eight and five. But I look at who Iowa's played. 
And look mm-hmm. at who everyone else has played. Mm-hmm. Like their eight and five is not the same caliber of like Ohio State's three and six. No. And like Ohio State, I, I, not Ohio State, Iowa has a new coach. And so mm-hmm. they're, they're like, like good for them. I'm glad they're eight and five. Congratulations, yes. Hawkeyes on that. <laughs> As um, a Cyclone, I have a hard time saying it, but yes. Yeah. Um, but I just, that seems like a weird match to have gone five. Right. And I know that's like a rivalry match. Sure. <laughs> but like. Still. Part of me was like. The Hawkeyes? Um. I, I don't know how I feel about that. Nebraska should win that right. one as well. I Minnesota always is kind of a hard match for them. Mm-hmm. I honestly think that's part of the reason they always play, like, at the end of the season, they always play, like, Wisconsin, right. Minnesota, and, like, Ohio State. Right. And I really think it's, like, the Big Ten ramping up mm-hmm. <laughs> the mm-hmm. traffic and that excitement. Yes. Um, but Minnesota always gives them a hard time. But they always, like, end up splitting the series, mm-hmm. it feels like. Mm-hmm. every year so i'll we'll see what happens there i don't i don't know because i don't know what minnesota's doing right but they well. did just lose to creighton so. <laughs> and they, they lost to creighton and they beat iowa in, in five in five so but it's in five so yeah. there's that speaking of creighton yes nine and two also heading into conference play mm-hmm. they are obviously coming off a big win over in minnesota mm-hmm. they also beat high point not a whole yeah lost ad there no no, no offense to high point just but when we're looking at our caliber of yeah. teams. Their only losses are to Duke in five sets. I still really don't understand that loss. It's kind of like yeah. the, the Minnesota-Iowa. I don't really, except they won, Minnesota won that one. But, mm-hmm. you know, but like, anyway, doesn't really make a whole lot, lot of sense to me other than like it was an early team. And then Nebraska. And then Nebraska. <laughs> exactly. Which like <laughs> makes sense. They took a set off of them without Norris's on mm-hmm. their first match without Norris's. Like mm-hmm. that, like speaks to the level of how good they are yeah um they're going up against butler <laughs> right and the best way to put butler is like they're a mid-level big east team and the big east is not the best volleyball conference right um yeah i in the 19 meetings between <laughs> creighton and butler the jays have won 18 of them the first they're first match is their only loss to them okay so it's been since 2013 Gotcha. And then right after Butler, they have Xavier, who is an upper-level Big East team, mm-hmm. which doesn't mean much, again. <laughs> because it's not the strongest volleyball because conference. Not, because it's not, like, what's, like, the Pac-12 volleyball, very good for right. as long as it is going. <laughs> right, right, for as long Big as it exists. Like, it's, like, Big Ten at the top, mm-hmm. Pac-12, ACC, mm-hmm. pretty, yeah, and then kind of everyone else and then yeah like sec big 12 and then you get kind of yeah the sec is probably up there with the acc in the back yeah that's say. true they do have a couple good teams and they, they have a big drop off as well yes yes um, not quite as extensive as i say like the big east big east has like marquette and grayton and that's pretty much it mm-hmm. um anyway uh jays have never lost to xavier so i'm not really worried about that match i don't think this mm. season is the one agreed uh, i really could see kendra wait and uh even martin really pulling that out mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. all by themselves almost yeah <laughs> um that sounds bad. All the other ones are really, really good, like Destiny and Adamson. Yes. Obviously comes in, fills in for Norris. has been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really feel like I've seen Kendra Waite and Ava Martin, like, hardcore step up since uh, Sis got injured. Um, yeah. <laughs> they, uh, I guess the big notable match for the Big East is uh, when Creighton takes on Marquette. They take them on um, on October 6th. So we got four conference okay. matches between now and then. Right. So. We'll see. But And Creighton mm. had a hard non-conference so they i feel really like did. i honestly i don't know if i would be worried if they took on marquette now like true i don't think they need to like ramp up 
Mm-hmm. Well, I think they've got good momentum. Mm-hmm. Going. I mean, well, obviously they do because they just beat Minnesota. And I don't know what that win means at this point. Um, but yeah. And then, there's, and then there's Omaha. The Mavericks. The Mavericks. Who, they're not bad. I want to say, right. I want to start off. The they're a solid bad. team. They're uh, one in 10 at this point, mm-hmm. which does not reflect how good they are. No. And they have, they're very young. And they mm-hmm. lost their starting outside hitter uh, when uh, I think she injured her uh, knee against Long Beach State. That mm-hmm. card. So it's Carly uh, Jurgensmeyer. I apologize. That's probably incorrect. Um, names are not my forte, I will say. Um, yeah, they uh, <laughs> just lost to UMK, uh, UMKC. Which is a, another solid team. It's another solid team. Um, it was their conference opener, so mm-hmm. it kind of hurts. It wasn't five. They were leading in the fifth, mm-hmm. and then... Um, got away from them. Got Well, uh, UMK, UMKC, I don't know why I can't say that today. UMKC uh, went on a 7-3 a run to win it. Uh, yeah, that would do it. That would do it, yeah. Um, so it's a little unfortunate, but, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. They unfortunately, like, have... I don't have any leeway, leeway going in. They are mm-hmm. going up against uh, South Dakota next. Oh, of course. Who's an NCAA <laughs> tournament course. regular at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> last time they faced the Oats, it was in the Summit League Championship match, which uh, USD won. So, I mean, the Mavs are probably looking for revenge at this point, but they're a very young team again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they just need a year to kind of settle in, and then right. they'll be back. Because, like, Omaha Volleyball is very good normally. Yes. And like I say, it's over and over again. I really feel like the summit should get like an at-large bid over some of these other conferences. Agreed. I don't understand. Agreed. Um, especially when like teams that like UNO has beaten in their non-conference schedule make mm-hmm. it, and it was like not a five-setter. It was like they swept them. Right. How how is that getting justified? I have thoughts on that, <laughs> but. But I can't really stay on this That'll here because, be another column. <laughs> because the Mavs, the Mavs aren't doing as great as they normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, one in ten does literally not reflect remotely Their how talented talent. these these women are. Agreed. But yeah, yeah. Whew. I do have some quick notes on high school volleyball. If awesome. you don't mind, no, go for it. Okay. So, Papio South remains undefeated at this point. Mm-hmm. They are twenty and zero. They just got their twentieth win uh, over Westside. That was a, a big match. Um, so at this point, they haven't lost since October eighth of twenty twenty two against um, nationally ranked uh, Cathedral Catholic from San Diego. Okay. They haven't lost to a Nebraska team uh, since September twenty fourth, twenty twenty two, and that was Lincoln Southwest, who's number two in the rankings right now. And Papio South is number one. So we're almost at the year anniversaries of both of those. Yes. So pretty soon it'll be a year. Since they've lost. Yeah. Um, So they're number one in our rankings, obviously. Right. Well, they're they're nationally ranked. I can't remember what number they're at. I think Mm -hmm. it's like seven, but I might have got that wrong. So don't quote me on that, people. (laughs) Um, Elmhurst Scott and Class B also being Mm -hmm. a big powerhouse here. They haven't lost a Nebraska team this season with the exception of Papio South. Um, all of their five other losses are from teams out of state. Okay. Because they travel. Yeah. Um, they always travel. Uh, the only big challenger I see on the horizon for them is Elkhorn North mm-hmm. <laughs> at this point. Um, they also have only lost to Class A teams. They lost to Papio and Millard West. Both of those teams are in our top ten. Right. Like, uh, and that's who they took on in the state final last year mm-hmm. and obviously scott came on top because they have won eight straight i believe yes they're going for nine i think um yeah it's 
cut's really good. <laughs> yes. At, I mean, you can insert any sport and you'll probably be able to say Scott's pretty good. Yeah, it's, that's pretty fair. Scott's, Scott is very talented in volleyball. Mm-hmm. Um, and they play competitively against these out-of-state teams, yes. I will say. It's not like they're just losing to right, them. Right, right. It's not to get experience. No. They're actually going out and being competitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So... Elkhorn North, they don't have Elkhorn North on their schedule this mm-hmm. season, that, from what I could tell. Um, so if Max Preps is wrong, that is unfair. Um, so they'll have to meet them in the state tournament. Mm-hmm. And boy, do I hope that is in the state final again. Right. Like, because if it's before that, that will be... Kind of heartbreaking, because you want to see two... Really good teams. Really, really, really I good I want to see five set matches yes. in the championship. That are nail biters. Um, as a fan in me, as mm-hmm. a person that knows that people are working on deadlines. Right. We want it to be over quickly. I would like it to be sweeps <laughs> across the board, but, yes. <laughs> but, but like the fan in me is like, I would really love to see that match go five sets in the championship. I think mm-hmm. that'd be really great. Yes. Um, and then I also want to mention Lincoln Lutheran. They mm-hmm. are on a 62 win streak at this point. Wait, 62? Like 6-2? Six, like 6-2. What? Not 6-2. Six 6-2. Six, two, yes, yeah. Multiple seasons. Okay. Um, obviously, last year's defending champion. Sure. They beat Fremont, uh Bergen to right. raise to 62. Um, Mike Patterson was there. If you want to check out that gamer, it is on Omaha.com. Um, so are his rankings, which I'm where I'm pulling all these from. <laughs> I'm wondering when Lincoln Lutheran's going to break into that top 10 they did last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say it's probably sooner than later. Yeah. Unless they lose. If they lose. Right. Then, then, <laughs> then we can forget the past like 45 seconds of our podcast. But they are really good and they have like Husker level talent yes. on their team. If you get an opportunity to go see them, you should. Mm-hmm. You should go see Papio's Health too. Mm-hmm. And Scott. Mm-hmm. And Elkhorn North. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Basically, watch volleyball in Nebraska. It's good. And we usually like we're covering it. So if you mm-hmm. can't watch it. Uh, Mike Patterson will be there writing it up usually, and mm-hmm. he usually sends videos of the final kill, which are always fun to watch. So yes, those will be on the top of the story, automatically playing. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, but college soccer, probably should talk about that. Yes, college soccer. So we're going to start with the Huskers. I'm sure you're all shocked. Um, one thing is it's not just Husker volleyball that's bringing in fans. Uh, the soccer team, when they opened their conference play last week, uh, happened to be a tie against Wisconsin. Yep. Um, they had the second highest attendance in Hibner Stadium history, which that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yes. And, you know, people say, oh, the numbers are small. Attendance records are attendance records. You can't put more people in than it holds. Also, like, unless you set those, you never get to a bigger stadium, so exactly. you can't get any more. Yes, this is how you end up, you know, building bigger stadiums or adding more seating or, you know, playing yeah. in other places. So that's awesome. Um, they're undefeated in Big Ten play. They're 1-0-1. Yep. Uh, because they, well, off Sarah, we- Sarah Weber, um, she scored both goals in the game against OSU last night. Yep. Um, so it was two, one win next up is going to be a tough one fourth ranked Penn state. Yeah, no, I was looking at Penn state. Um, oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they are eight, oh, and one. Their one draw is, uh, with, uh, North Carolina who's number two at the time. Of course. So, uh, they're, they're real good. And then don't forget the North Carolina again, powerhouse. Yes. Powerhouse. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, they have had some really high-scoring matches. Yeah. Like, like, like they were... I mean, okay, now, this was against Westchester. Sure. To be fair. But still. It's 8-0. Whew. 
And then in their conference opener, Maryland, 4-0. Like, they are – and they have, like, a more balanced scoring than right. the Huskers do. So, mm-hmm. like, those that Husker defense needs to be, like – On point. Eyes on everyone. Yes. Like, like, yes. <laughs> like, I mean, if you're defending the Huskers, you're probably, like, Eleanor Dale. Right. Eyes on you. Mm-hmm. Sarah Weber. Mm-hmm. Eyes on, on you. you. <laughs> and then everyone else you probably can, like – you can catch up. You can catch yeah. up. Yeah. But those are definitely the threats from the Huskers. So, yeah. which offensively. 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 Yes. Offensively. Um, but one thing that's interesting is that the Huskers are actually ranked 18th in the NCAA RPI. So that's pretty cool. That I mean, cool. It, they're not. They're not in the rankings. I right. Say. They're not in the rankings. Which always confuses me that they Same never ever here. look at the. Like when you get to basketball. Right. What, okay, when we get when to we bas- get to basketball, basketball, I will be complaining about this right. constantly. Yes, I, I completely agree. So it's a little frustrating, but at the same time, that's an impressive thing, and they're playing to that level. That will get you in the tournament. Yes. Even if you don't win your, your conference, conference bid. tournament. Yeah. yeah. Like. Definitely. Um, I guess moving on to Creighton. So we have a Big East goalkeeper of the week in Omaha. Um, Keelan mm-hmm. Terrell, she, it's the third time she's received the honor in her collegiate career. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll start seeing some records, you know, who knows how many more she's going to get. Um, and then last Friday, she was in goal for the Blue Jays in the 1-0 win over South Dakota State, which was her third shutout of the season. We don't have that many games so far. I know. And, and it was what, her nine? third shutout. Uh, yes. Yes. I'm like counting them on my fingers. Yeah. Um, and what makes it even more impressive is that SCSU entered the game in the top 20 with a top 25 offense. Oh, right. I didn't know that. I did because I looked it up right before we started recording. (laughs) But yeah, I think that, I mean, to have a shutout, um, that's fantastic. And then right now she's second in the conference with 36 saves and, um, which is like four and a half saves per game. So yeah, I mean, if you don't know soccer, just trust us. That That's is a, good. That, like, when we say 4-0 and is high scoring, that should just be kind of telling. Yes. Um. yes. Um, now, they did drop their Big East opener to UConn 2-0. UConn's good. In though. Connecticut. Exactly. UConn oh, is and good. and it's on the road, too. And it's on the road. And as someone who served time in Connecticut, we're living there for seven-ish years. You don't want to go there. I didn't know you lived there. No, yeah, when I was working for ESPN. Everyone always... when. This is completely off topic, but anytime mm. anyone talks to me about Connecticut, they like describe it as like a drive-through state to it is. get to other yeah. more interesting it's parts of the Northeast. Most people live there and commute into Massachusetts or New York City. That's got to make taxes so fun. Yes. Don't even get me started because i that's a whole other podcast. Um, fun fact about that loss, though, Terrell didn't play. So, oh. Yeah. I mean, well, there you go. Exactly. I'm not I mean, we're not reason. not a knock on the other goalkeepers and whatnot, no, but like no. when you have someone who is second in the conference and saves not playing in that game, and you have a loss, and they only lost two zero. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, that's still pretty pretty impressive. Yeah. So, hopefully, they'll bounce back. They take on Georgetown at home this weekend, so on Sunday. So. That should be a fun game to watch. See how it goes. And the rain should be over. I hope. Oh, fingers point. are crossed. I hope it ends tonight. Yeah. I don't want it to affect the Husker game tomorrow. Completely agree. Um, and then UNO. So big high point. The Mavericks beat Oklahoma 2-0 last week. Or Ooh. 2-1. Sorry, 2-1 last week. Um, and so what's even more impressive about that win is that the Sooners outshot the Mavericks 20-5, to including 8-3 to shots on goal. 
So, so great defense. Yeah, I say that is. <laughs> who is the keeper in that for you? Know, did you look? Um, that I did not look up. I apologize. That's okay. Um, but they opened the Summit League season. You know, Summit League play with a win over North Dakota. Um, So the OU game, fun fact, it bumps Sophia Green up to the school record holder for goals and points in a career in the Mavericks Division One era, Mm -hmm. which... And she still got games. And she still got games. So after the North Dakota game, she now has 21 career goals and obviously extended her record for the school. So setting records, beating big name teams like OU, you know. We've got three solid soccer teams to watch yeah. in the Omaha-Lincoln area. Nebraska. Yes. In Nebraska. Yes. So that's fun. And you can't count on Omaha. They went to the tournament last year. Right. Like, I wouldn't. Don't. <laughs> it would not be smart to count It would not out. be smart. No. Yes. It would not be smart to count the volleyball team either. Yes. Despite the 1-10 in 10 record. Exactly. Exactly. I don't expect them to beat South Dakota, however. I, I, I don't either. But after that. Yes. <laughs> we'll still be talking about them this season. That's what we're getting at. Yes. Now you you will still hear all the news. Mm-hmm. Um, so I also have some collegiate cross country. Yep. Awesome. So shocker, starting with the Huskers again. Um, so Berlin Schutz, we've talked about her, I think, two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, because she won her. She's a freshman. She, she won her debut. She's a well, native. Exactly. She won the big. She is the Big Ten Women's Cross Country Athlete of the Week. She, I just mentioned, she's from Lincoln, and she opened her first season as a Husker with back-to-back meet titles. So she won her first race. She won her second race. Um, I believe she finished the second race eight seconds ahead of the next finisher, and that's over 5K. So when you're at that D1 level, eight seconds is a lot. That's a lot. Yes. Um, The team ended up getting second place as a team finish, um, it's the second honor of her freshman season, which is pretty cool. Um, she's now, I believe, the first Nebraska cross-country athlete to win multiple weekly honors in one season. Dang. She's going to be so good during track season, too. Yes. That that track team. Yes. <laughs> they the, just the, need some sprinters. The, yeah, they need some sprinters then. That's it. Yes, but they've got the throwers. They've got the jumpers. They've got distance. So hopefully we'll see some sprinters out there getting it done. Um, just looking far, far yeah, in the future. Exactly. <laughs> Huskers, they're going to be back. They race again on the 29th um, out in Missouri. So that'll be a fun one. Um, I believe UNO is also going to be there for that meet. Um, so UNO had Lear Kramer. I apologize if I'm saying that wrong. Names are not either of our strong suits. Um, she was named the Summit League Peak Performer of the Week in her second race as a Maverick. Um, she dropped 24 seconds off her season debut. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, from week one to week two. Um, so they're also going to be at the Gans Classic next week. Um, and then they come back and they host the Platte River Rumble on October 14th. So... We have some good running going on at the collegiate level. I feel like the Platte River lum- Rumble, the high school version of that, like oh. just happened. Yeah, it was um, two weekends ago because my team didn't go. We went to a different meet mm. and there were only like four or five teams because everybody else Everyone. was going to the Platte River Rumble. Um, but yeah, so cross country season. It's so hard to cover high school cross country. So that's something that we're going to uh, 
revisit as rankings come out. We still don't even have class B districts, and I don't believe all of class A districts are set yet. Oh um, they wait until, I believe, October 2nd, I believe, to announce those. Why? I don't know, but I can just tell you that my head coach, Barb Vanderbeek, um, she and I are... <laughs> are compulsively checking to see who we are going to be running against. Um, so hopefully that'll all be released. But I do have to give a quick shout out to my Mercy Monarchs because we've had so many girls medal and drop time that they're just having a blast and working really hard. And for some reason, Mercy isn't known to be a powerhouse in cross country. But um, I think within the next few years, that's going to change because those girls are working really hard and getting a bunch of medals. You heard it here first. Yes. From the assistant coach. Yeah, (laughs) completely biased. Um, But, you know, I say it because I believe it's actually true. Um, So I have a fun little note about football. Not football, but football. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Nebraska Wesleyan has a kicker named Natalie Miller. I think it's Natalie, not Natalie, not sure. But she's the first female player in the Wesleyan football program history. She went to Lincoln Southwest. Um, She started kicking when she was in high school and working with Wesleyan's kicking coach, Ray Corona. Uh, She didn't actually think that she was going to play any sports in college. But then as she decided that she wanted to go to Wesleyan, the opportunity came for her to join the football team. Um, She's one of, I think, less than 20 women playing college football right now. Uh, and so far she's kicked an extra point for the JV team and is hoping to work her way up to the varsity squad. So something to keep your eye on when it comes to some more local football. Yeah. And let's just talk a little bit about football on our podcast. Yeah. But I think it's really cool because, I mean, one of my friends, you know, we coach together. Her daughter is playing in a flag football team that is super competitive. (laughs) And so I think as we see, and it's all girls, Mm -hmm. like it's an all girls league, not just an all girls team. And they have a ton of teams. And so I think, I mean, she's nine, eight, maybe. Yeah. But like as they keep growing up and more girls are playing flag football and then maybe transitioning to tackle football, whether it's playing against boys or playing on all girls teams. Mm -hmm. And we already have some, you know, pro women's teams that are fun to watch. So I just think we're going to start seeing more, more women and girls playing in the ranks. And um, there are a couple of high schoolers. Yes. Yes. I can't recall any of their names. Mm -hmm. Of course they all escape me. Yeah. And Miller said that she's been getting texts and DMS from girls asking like, what can I do to get better? How can I get it? So I'm playing, you know, football in college, things like that. So, Mm -hmm. you know, she's already as a freshman, not even playing on the varsity, which is not a knock because we all know how hard it is to make the top squad yeah, yeah, and yeah. actually see play. I mean, how many guys are on the team and don't see a down? No. Yeah. They're you just know. like their scout team. Yeah, exactly. So um, I think that's cool. I think that, you know, it's also really neat to see her setting an example and showing Nebraska girls that they can play college football. And great. Yes. I will say Midland University does have a flag football team. For oh, women. I did know about that. I did not. That's I don't fun. know anything besides sure. the fact that they have a flag football team. We'll have to dig into that for a future podcast. <laughs> Maybe when things aren't so, I don't know, exciting there's, in yeah. women's sports. Yeah, no, there's so much going on. <laughs> yes. When there's a lull, we'll try and not a knock to their team, but just there's so many other things to cover that... Well, like, you have to research it, you know? Yes. Like, you don't want to just get on podcast and not know anything. So exactly. we'll stick a pin in that, and we'll come back to mm-hmm. it at a later date. Yep. Um, yeah, so I just have two last notes, unless you have something else. No, I think we've... I had a lot of notes about volleyball. Which was amazing. Thank you. Um, I tried. 
Because <laughs> I watched all of it. Gotcha. Um. <laughs> I have a quick high school softball note. Um, so we talked about Scott earlier. Um, did. They're great at everything. Um, Mercy actually beat them last night, uh, which was huge, 3-1. But um, what's kind of more important is it was a really special night. Um, it was play for page night. And... Uh, Stu Pospisil covered it for yes. the World Herald. So he wrote a pretty good story that you can check out online. And um, basically, we'll have more of a conversation about it next week with the Mercy head coach. But Play for Page Night was honoring a player who um, passed away by taking her own life last year. And so um, there's a lot more detail. We can go into it. But I just think that in addition to a win. It was a really important night. Um, just talking about mental health and girls sports and how -hmm. important it can be for a lot of athletes. Yeah. Um, if you want to know more about it now, um, obviously come back next week and listen to us. Um, but Stu did cover that. Um, you can find that story on omaha.com or Mm -hmm. in today's paper if you can track it down. Yes. Yes. And it's a really good story. So, I mean, what he wrote, not what he wrote. Yes. But, but the whole thing in general. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, it's nice to see schools, coming together coming together and then honoring mental health and Mm -hmm. like because that was such a stigma right like when i was in high school same yeah and like Paige didn't go to mercy or scott so you know this was i think a really big deal and her family came out and threw the ceremonial first pitch and things like that Mm -hmm. so you can learn more about it if you find the paper or get online and we'll talk a little bit more about it next week and also next week we're going to bring back the supernovas we have a little bit more of an interview uh, mm-hmm. left from our interview that we're gonna you know put in the show next week um it's also lawlers that is their merchandiser so that is who i drove past and oh, saw well, the signs know. everybody knows and i went by and picked up some stuff of course so um yeah no one can see this but she has a supernova sticker on her water bottle i do yes yes big fans here shout out to jen ray for that one um but yes so we <laughs> Just have so much to talk about that we have to push things off for another week. But we will be back next week. Yes, we will. Um, This is it for today, though. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Subscribe so you don't miss anything. Yeah, subscribe. Check us out. We're on all podcast platforms. Um, And don't miss any of our content at Omaha.com. Yes. Bye. Bye.